On this episode of Kenny and the Coaches, I'm talking with Empire Fast Pitch Coach Amber Molina. This past year was Coach Molina's first year at Empire and her first year as a head coach. Before Empire, Coach Molina was an assistant coach at Duncan and played college softball at Rose State College and MACU. Here's my conversation, Coach Amber Molina. All right, Coach, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to me. I know you got uh, your busy schedule is a little bit busier than others. Well, I appreciate you having me. Yeah. Yeah, how are the how are the kiddos doing? They're good. You know, having the summer off to spend some time with them, it's always it's always a good thing. Um, Nayeli's fixing to be five months, which that's crazy to think of. I feel like I just had her. No. And then Noah just turned five in April, and so they definitely keep us on our toes. And Noah's involved in, like, everything, so we're always going with him. Well, you got one more to take care of, too, don't you? Yes, Isaac. yes. He's, Let's pro- not, he's probably the hardest one to take care of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> now, tell us a little bit about your uh, your college playing career. Well, when I was a senior in high school, um, I always knew I wanted to go and play college ball, and softball mm-hmm. was really the only sport I did. It was the only sport I focused on. Um, I played tournament ball, and then from there, my dad had just recorded me all through my, my career, and we sent in videos. I went and tried out at several places. Um, I really wasn't sure if I wanted to play more than two years at that time, because I didn't know what it was like. Um mm-hmm. So I went and I played a year and a half at Rose State, which was a JUCO. Um, And then after that, I realized that I wanted to continue on. And so I went and tried out at Mid-America Christian University and was offered a scholarship there. And so at Christmas time, um, I transferred over there and finished playing, you know, the remainder of my two and a half years that I had left to be able to play. Yeah. Now, kind of, it's kind of off topic a little bit, or off the questions that I have on here. But how tough was that kind of getting noticed? Especially when you go, I feel like to a small school, and mm-hmm. I mean, goodness, that was twelve years ago. I guess it it's a little bit more challenging, um, and that's why I feel like you know my parents. They had to spend for tournaments. We were mm-hmm. always on the road. We were playing every weekend. Um, we were going to exposures, and it, I don't feel like it was um, as much as evolved as it is now. And so it was. It was hard. We yeah. had to always, you know, reach out to colleges most of the time and get our name out there. And then, kind of once I realized some of the schools that I was interested in that's when we were able to kind of go and visit them and Mm -hmm. um, there were several of them I liked it was just all about kind of eliminating the ones that I didn't feel like were going to be good for me so and was it was one of the best places I was so grateful that I transferred there because I loved it yeah I've started here recently following more you know updates on where kids are going and stuff and it seems like anymore kids are getting from small schools even are getting noticed or getting noticed even getting like scholarship offers already in in like you know some of them aren't even they can't like I, I saw a kid from a big school in, in Tulsa area and he was an incoming freshman and he'd already signed to play somewhere I'm like how in the world can these people know you know just, how they are yeah uh, high school players right I mean and you know I like to tell a lot of the things I tell the girls and 
even girls that I, I give some pitching lessons to is it's not always just about your, your ability and your athletic ability. A lot of times, you know, those college coaches, they're going to ask how, how are they in school? How are they with their teammates? You know, how mm. are they, even how are their, like, how's the family? I mean, because that's kind of, that's an important thing too, because they're not just going to always sign somebody that just has just the athletic ability. They want to see more to that side of it. And, you know, Mid-America, it was a, it was a Christian school and I just, I loved it. And it was small like Marlowe. Um, it's changed a lot. Um, I went by there a few weeks ago, just drove by there and I'm like, goodness, there's <laughs> like three other buildings since then. They've yeah. got this amazing new athletic department. Like it's amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, what, what was it that made you want to be a coach? I mean, looking back at it, I had several great coaches that, um, that kind of influenced me, kind of inspired me. Um, there was some Coach Ridge, um, Ross Ridge. He was he was a huge supporter. That's who I took pitching lessons from. Um, Coach Wilson and even my dad. I mean, they were all just really a huge influence to that, and mainly because they they built the relationship with you. They they taught me so many things, and you know, it's about finding love for the sport and overcoming that adversity and everything that's thrown your way. And I just feel like that the co some of the coaches that I had, they were able to show me that. And mm -hmm. of course being, seeing that, then you, you kind of want to be that you kind of want to be someone that you want to teach these athletes what, you know, you want to apply that to them and you would hope that it would, you know, stick to them. And maybe one day they would want to reciprocate that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. How how different was it coming from a big 5A school coaching at Duncan to Little Old Empire? Uh, well, Duncan, I love Duncan. I loved who I worked for. I loved the students. I loved who I worked with. But, you know, growing up in a small community, it's something I've kind of always wanted to go back to. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always wanted my kids to kind of go to a smaller community. Um and when that opportunity arose with the position that came about at Empire, um, I got to thank Coach Mullins. And um, there's a couple of parents that reached out to me. I'd coached before and told me about it. And mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. was like, well, let's explore it. Let's see. And I, I loved it. Uh, Mr. Lee was actually one of my social studies teachers in uh, middle school. And mm -hmm. so when he reached out, he didn't he didn't recognize me by my last name because I'd been married. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I love it. And, you know, being able to be there with my own son was mm -hmm. great. And then my nephew, he was already going to school at Empire. And so we'd heard great things about it and I, I loved it. I, I just love how tight knit they are and how they have each other's back. You know, everybody there, it's just, you know, everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, how was that first year of being a head coach? I know you kind of had a extra person with you at all times but yes yeah. yes and honestly coach Rachel her and I we just we clicked and I'm glad you know because that can definitely that definitely can help you yeah. um I mean I was I was nervous I was I think I was hired on a Friday and that upcoming Monday we started games yeah um 
at our league at Marlowe. And so I knew a couple of the girls just because I had coached them previously. But other than that, I really, I really didn't know anybody. And so, you know, going into it, I really just was hoping that we can turn the program around, um, you know, mm-hmm. and one of the great things about it was just that stuck to me was we beat Velma. I mean, we beat <laughs> Velma three out of the four times and yeah. just seeing how excited those girls were and they weren't giving up. I mean, it was like they would score, we would score, they would score, we would score. And so it was just, you know, I, I love it. I love being able, I guess I'm one of those assertive people too. And I'm one of them that I do kind of like to be in charge. So, mm-hmm. you know, being a head coach is just, and I love, like I said, having coach Rochelle there because we just, we work well together. Yeah. Now what were some of the challenges or things that you didn't expect during their first season? I would say one of the biggest challenges is sharing time. Um, at, you know, at Duncan, I was at the middle school, and we had about 25 players just on the middle school team. So one of the biggest challenges would be having, you know, maybe 11 girls for middle school at Duncan uh, Empire and then 20, um, 25 at Duncan, and we didn't have to share time, you know. Yeah. But these 11 mm-hmm. other middle schools, they're all playing the same sport. They're all, mm-hmm. you know, going to the same – whatever it's cheerleading camp or church or you know they have basketball practice and so Mm -hmm. having that to work with is definitely kind of challenging to find that balance um because you want them to be able to compete in both you want them to be able to play whatever sport they want to play without making them have to choose and so that's a challenge Mm -hmm. um challenge going from such a large roster to a small one and Mm -hmm. You know, I would say not only that, just being gone a lot. I mean, all the challenges that you faced with taking time away from your own family. I mean, mm-hmm. it was hard being, you know, away from my husband and, and Noah, um, which I'm so grateful for their support. And even my, you know, my parents, they were there a lot. So yeah. that was just one of the challenges I would say was it's definitely going to prepare me for this next season. Yeah. Yep, and it's already here, pretty much. It is. <laughs> now, this seems like, you know, I was out of coaching for a while, and kind of only sport I'd really pay attention to would be football. The main, the big ones, you know, the footballs, the basketballs, the ones that I always associated with. But it just seems like in the past, oh, 10, 15 years, that fast pitch has really gained a lot of popularity, not just at the high school level, not just in Oklahoma, but nationwide. I mean, I've always said that, whenever the softball national championship is on and baseball is, you know, I think it's a little, it's a little bit afterwards. I'm watching the softball national championship because yeah. it's entertaining. I, what do you attribute the gaining popularity of that? You know, I think it's just the term fast pitch. It's so fast paced. Mm-hmm. And I think that don't get me wrong. I love baseball. We go to baseball games. We love the Texas Rangers. We, we go and watch Mm -hmm. them play all the time. But I think that, you know, just how, how enthused they are, not just Mm -hmm. in the dugouts, but even in the stands and just, it's not as large, usually of a crap, a stand as you're going to get as you would, you know, like at baseball. And so Mm -hmm. with it being so fast paced and, just how involved everyone is 
I just think, I mean, that's kind of how we are. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, my husband, he, he likes, he's a soccer fan, you know, and he, every time I walk in there right now, he's in there watching fast pitch softball and (laughs) he's always texting me, you know, like, well, are you going to watch the game today? And (laughs) I just think everybody, you can learn so much from them too. And Mm -hmm. I think it's great for girls to see it because we're going to make mistakes. We are, I mean, you're going to, as a pitcher, you're going to walk batters. You're going to peg batters. It's just, it's going to happen. And Mm -hmm. so you can learn so much, too, from just just watching them. Yeah. Now, with softball, with fast fast pitch, if I can spit it out, being a sport that starts before school starts, I mean, it starts, it usually starts the first of August, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. How how do you, I mean, so you have to start practicing in July. Yes. How do you go about with everybody's, summer schedules how do you go about practicing and making sure that the girls stay focused well you know this last year I was just kind of I guess you could say um hired late and so I didn't know anybody and with this upcoming um season I was able to get with coach powers you know kind of see their schedule and um kind of work with that and so I think that Going into it this year, we're at least able to, they know my expectations now. They know who I am and I know who they are. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, like I've said before, there's so many sports and vacations and camps. Um, we've had difficulty getting our team there, and that, that can be frustrating. Um, yeah. Because, you know, in order for us to get better, we need everybody there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so summer approaching um i think having kind of that schedule in place we're kind of working on mondays kind of being our day for softball um you know going working out doing some cardio lifting um and then having pitchers and catchers come out um a couple days a week so that we can work mm-hmm. and you know just and i don't understand everybody wants a summer everybody deserves a summer you know coaches mm-hmm. and players um and so i think that if we're just able this year to hopefully get everybody there when needed, mm-hmm. um, even getting us to connect in a different way. You know, we had a team dinner before we went to regionals this last year, and I just thought it just brought all the girls together, and, mm-hmm. you know, they were mm-hmm. able to enjoy that. And I'm hoping maybe we can even get, um, you know, FCA going with the girls having a speaker come out and talk to Co- Coach Wilson about that. Mm-hmm. And just work on us connecting that way, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think that team bonding stuff is just as big as your practices, you know. Yes, definitely. And, you know, like I've said, it, it's it been awesome kind of seeing how, you know, the girls, even if they might not like each other, they're still going to be able to tolerate each other, and you would never know it. You know, that's yeah, yeah. how they are. You don't really, you don't really have them arguing you know, or ever just kind of going at it like you sometimes would, um, you know, maybe at larger schools where there's a lot of, a lot of difficulties going on and differences mm-hmm. happening. But these girls, they always just come together. Yeah. Now you were kind of talking about your summer summer schedule, your playing mm-hmm. schedule. Do you like playing? Are you, are you the type of coach that likes playing tougher teams during the summer? It's only going to get us better. Um, it's. I know it can mentally take a toll on on some girls. You know, that's hard on a team when you want to win. Of course, everybody wants to win, but it's not always going to happen. And, mm-hmm. 
the only way that we can get better is from learn from our mistakes and play better teams like that. Um, you know, one of our, our biggest competitors, I would say this last season was honestly probably to Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the privilege to coach with him at the all conference game. And I, I learned so much from him and he was giving me a lot of tips too. And, you know, he, they have the best uh, running that you can ever see on the bases. They are mm-hmm. by far one of the favorite teams I love to watch because they're just, they're aggressive, but they're, they're very smart with it. And yeah. <clears throat> that's what I told him. I said, I love watching you guys, you know, just, just run the bases. And he said, you know, that's just, they know what I expect from them at practice. And so mm-hmm. I feel like us playing teams that are going to be more challenging are just going to get us better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, like I said, we mentally have to to remain tough on that, and it can be hard, especially when you have a team that that you really want to that you really want to beat. But mm-hmm. we just gotta we gotta take from that and you know take it on to the next practice. And like I said, we can't we can't expect um, to get better though if if we are unable to be there when we do have practices, you know. And yeah. so that's what is hard during the summertime when we start is because we have vacations and we have things. And so that that's just a big challenge that we face. Yeah. Now, uh, when is the alumni game? The alumni game is set for June the 12th from three to five, um, at our field. You know, I, I've had a lot of people reach out. Um, I even had one alumni reach out that actually lives in Alaska now. And, you know, he said, I would love to be able to be there, but, you know, of course, that's not doable. And yeah. I kind of want to start something up. It's good for us to be able to have a fundraiser and mm-hmm. do love. Um, but it would be good to just kind of see some faces get back out there um, and just, you know, help us out. And Coach Cowan, he at Duncan, and so I've reached out. He's been one of them that oh, – I will tell you, I love playing for him. He has, he's been awesome. And if you know him, you know how, how he is. He's a great guy and he's helped me. He's helped me kind of walk me and guide me through this because mm-hmm. he's done this alumni game for a while. And yeah. so I really just want us to kind of start it back up and um, just get everybody out there and Coach Rochelle's an alumni. So yeah, I hope she, she'll be out there swinging the bat. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the soft, for the fast pitch game in general, do you think there's are there any improvements that you'd like to see happen? I feel like there's always improvements. Um, you know, this last year we lost three starters. Um, they all graduated, and of course they're going to be hard. But I do have faith that we're going to have some girls that are going to step in that are going to come in and want to earn that spot. And that's one thing that I want to see is I want to see these girls going out and competing for a spot. Um, I want them to go out and work for it and earn it. And I think that there's going to be some, you know, some younger girls that are going to have to step up. And I think that they're going to do, do it really well. And I think that there is going to be some improvements that are needed. And, you know, we had a pretty good season. Mm-hmm. We went 11-11, and like I said, improving, we're, we're going to have to work on, I mean, we lost 
some big starters, you know, and some yeah. big hitters and just big assets to the team. And so I'm hoping that we can get started um, and get the ball rolling pretty pretty quickly this season and get after it. And also improve what do you like improvements for the game like in Oklahoma like like any rules changes you'd like to see you know I feel like I I focus a lot I would say I guess because I was a pitcher and I was actually having this discussion with my dad the other night um they are always changing the rules on pitching and I my dad was asking me well when you give your pitching lessons you know which way are you teaching them? Because it's either you have to have two feet on the rubber or they change have two feet on the rubber or you got to present the ball, you don't. And truthfully, I feel like I wish they would just agree to something when it comes to that circle, just make a decision with it and quit changing it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it, seems like it's that way. it seems like it's that way in baseball too. You never know what's a balk or, you know, it's, it's don't. always changing. You don't. You know, you don't, you never know what's, what's going on. As far as improvements for softball, you know, just, I, I know there's some rules where, and I think this may be more so slow pitch because we don't really have that issue, but, you know, with home runs even, um, you know, limiting that, it's, don't limit that, you know, like mm-hmm. let them, let them kind of have what they want, um, you know, there's just rules that are always changing, though. And like I said, being in that circle and in the pitcher's mound, it's just yeah. I hope that they can come to an agreement so it doesn't always keep changing. Yeah. Now, is it time for slow pitch to be a thing of the past? You know, I think so. Um, no, I know there's, 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 there's a lot of slow pitch coaches that would say no to that, but I, I – it just seems like it's a dwindling thing. Yes, and I guess I've always kind of seen slow pitch as something that, like, when you – for me, for instance, I didn't play slow pitch until I graduated, I left college. When I left college and I couldn't play anymore, it was kind of like something to, I guess you could say, say stay in shape and get out there and have fun. Mm-hmm. And that's when I played slow pitch. So I've always kind of thought of it as a sport for, you know, like – retired like old people you know like getting out there to do it again and I just I've never been a huge fan of slow pitch um and not only that I truthfully wish that I guess this can kind of go back to you know improvements needed for softball I don't know if I would consider it an improvement but some changes that would that I feel like would even I doubt it's doable with other sports but you know you play college softball in the spring and mm-hmm. so I've always said I wish that softball was kind of played in the spring. Um, yeah. And that's during, of course, slow pitch time because that's when slow pitch is. Mm-hmm. And if that's kind of dwindling down, I mean, that would be kind of a topic for discussion because, you know, yeah, but... it, I mean, yeah. And I mean, I'm all for all. I love sports in general, so uh-huh. I'm all for all sports. But slow pitch, I think, is is getting to the end yeah if anything it would make sense i hadn't really thought about that it would make sense to flip-flop the two put slow pitch in the fall and fast pitch in the spring i mean every other sport you know every other high school sport correlates with the college and the pros so exactly and like i said that's when he is in full force for colleges so why not Mm -hmm. kind of prepare them for that yeah you know now yeah absolutely 
I got one final question for you, and I, I know you I appreciate you taking time to talk with me, but what is the funniest thing you've heard said in the dugout, either to you from the opposing team as a player or from your dugout to another team? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's I, know, a, I love that's listening a, to softball dugouts. Yes, and, you know, sometimes what they're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, sometimes you don't want to hear the things that are said. Um, I don't remember who, but I think I remember one of the opposing teams saying, so is she really pregnant or <laughs> like, and then someone was like, I don't know, she's kind of moody too. So maybe she's pregnant. And I'm like, I'm right here and I can hear you, you know, just like, <laughs> yeah those comments but of course you have so many memories the best the best moments and memories i have are from just playing you know from mm -hmm. from making memories with with the team and there have been there have been a lot of things i guess you could say that some of them probably not um not video worthy too yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, but like i said those are when the best memories and moments happen yeah well, Coach, uh, thank you for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule to talk with me a little bit. It's not like I hadn't seen you like in the past two weeks, but I appreciate well, you like doing this. Well, like I said, I, I appreciate you having me, and um, I definitely enjoyed it. I remember when I first met Coach Molina at one of our fast pitch practices last summer. The first thing I noticed about Coach Molina is that she is a very down-to-earth person and seems to relate to the kids well. And that's a big a part of coaching as anything. Relationships. The relationships you build with kids could be the only positive relationship some of these athletes have. And I think Coach Molina leaves a positive mark on the kids she coaches. Thanks for listening to Kenny and the Coaches. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast and tell others about it. It's Kenny and the Coaches, and that's Kenny with an E. Until next time.